0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. A lot of specialty retailers are reporting earnings now in late May and early June 2021. And specialty retailers are those that are kind of in the niche markets. So not the Walmart's targets of the world, but the more specific names like Lululemon, Ulta, those types of companies. And one of them caught my eye because I followed it off and on over the last few years, uh, but I haven't looked at it recently, but um, now I am, (laughs) because it was Chico's, ticker CHS. And Chico's is a women's specialty apparel and accessories retailer, They operate Chico's, White House Black Market, and Soma stores. Soma is the lingerie store. And um, so they are mainly in a lot of the shopping malls. So in the fourth quarter, Soma's fourth quarter sales were the highest in the company's history. That's the lingerie. And the comps were up 15%, and that's for the quarter that ended January 31st, 2021. So that quarter was not the pandemic quarter from the year before. That one is still coming up, still gonna be reported here. But these are comps that are, um, you know, just year over year off of what was basically kind of a regular holiday season. So they really crushed it this last holiday season. So they also had $109.4 million in cash by the end of that fiscal year and no borrowings under their $300 million revolver account so i'm just giving a little bit bit of background on the chico situation uh they have been doing the digital transformation like all retailers have been doing during the pandemic and digital sales were up 17.5 percent with soma's digital sales that's the lingerie up 72 percent year over year so basically no one was going to the soma stores anymore they're all just going and ordering online because we've all gotten used to ordering just about everything online and we've gotten comfortable doing it. So we're going to continue to do it even though those stores are opening. In the fourth quarter as well, the average age of Chico's new customers dropped 10 years at their Chico's brand, which is uh, geared towards older women, and eight years at Soma. So they got a much younger uh, customer base as well during the fourth quarter but again the stores are mostly located in shopping malls uh, both the indoor types and the outdoor types and Wall Street has turned on those malls right it hates some thinks they're all going to go under and they're all doomed and any retailer whose business model is predicated on the malls is doomed along with it so This story has been going on for several years, even before the pandemic, that the malls were doomed and that retailers in them would be struggling. So Chico's shares peaked in December 2016 at nearly $17, but it has been a long slide ever since. So from December 1st, 2016 to the end of December 2020, while the pandemic was going on, Chico fell 90.3% those shares, so it was just down, 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 even down further during the pandemic crisis, that sell-off last year, and then still down, 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 um, pretty much into the end of the year, 2020. Now, just as a comparison with what happened with Chico's, so those shares were down 90.3%, and during that time, the S&P 500 was gaining 74%. So that's a huge underperformance. If you were a believer in Chico's, which I know many were, and because, like I said, I've been following it off and on over the years, and um, I've I've been on that chat board on StockTwits, so I know many people are believers over there. But if you bought and just held it all those years, it has not been a fun ride, obviously. Um, but there's good news in 2021 apparel retailers are turning it around. Not only was Chico's fourth quarter solid and showing improvement, but the first quarter, which is out on June 8th, um, I have a feeling will probably be a blockbuster because we're seeing blockbuster reports from nearly all the apparel retailers here because consumers are buying again, they're buying the, what I call going out clothes And especially for women, that means dresses and jeans. So uh, bye-bye sweatpants and even yoga pants to some extent. And, you know, hello, these uh, dressier type of clothes. Now, because weddings are coming back, graduations, things like that, the dresses are going to be huge for women as well. And the department stores are all seeing this and nearly every apparel retailer is saying the same thing that uh, women are once again buying you know, alternatives to what they had during the height of the pandemic. So suddenly, Wall Street has discovered some of these apparel retailers, right? Um, Chicos was trading under $2 per month, even into late 2020, so under two bucks. And then finally, with 2021 came the breakout and the shares are up 233 percent so far in 2021 to over five dollars and now they have this earnings report coming on june 8th but again just as a reminder because that sounds so good right like wow you're killing it if you bought chico's but over the last five years the shares are down 53 percent versus a hundred percent for the s p 500 and i didn't check the nasdaq but that's probably up even more during that period so the underperformance is pretty extreme so how many investors held during this darkest time over the last 5 years even while knowing that the company did have positive earnings because they did and they did have solid comps it wasn't these weren't brands that were struggling that some thought maybe might go you know into bankruptcy or have to be bought out by Uh, You know venture capitalists and things like that like some of the other apparel companies Um, a lot of these uh, You know their good earnings reports were basically just ignored by the street the street didn't care because the story was the malls and just apparel in general nobody wanted to own it but did some of the investors who stayed in it even add more that were they dollar cost averaging over a number of years or even just even last year and adding near the lows of these shares in late 2020 what it all boils down to is that what the investors were doing in chico's is basically the epitome of value investing it's not easy The street can ignore a stock or an industry for a long, long time. And the Chico's believers on StockTwits used to get so annoyed and so outraged when there'd be a good earnings report and the shares would go nowhere or down even on the good earnings report. And when it could never really turn it around, it could never break out. And that's what happens a lot of times with value investing so the negative story about an industry can also last a long time even when that story is no longer true so in this case the malls being doomed has been the storyline for years Um, even with some of these companies doing the digital transformation and having both you know a strong digital game now and the brick and mortar a lot of uh people on the street still think no you know they're 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 not with it, they're not innovating, they're not joining the digital transformation, and so they're still being doomed. But as we've seen, the pandemic forced the hand with a lot of companies and forced them to go into directions that they otherwise didn't wanna go or to go in the direction faster than they originally intended. And that was true of the entire retail group, basically transforming itself quickly into you know online um, ordering, e-commerce, all of that during the height of the pandemic because they were forced to and had to, and so now they they're coming out of this uh, pandemic into the reopen with strong you know a strength in both areas, both brick and mortar where customers yes do still want to go, they want to go to those stores and also online. So for those who still are um, interested in ordering online or maybe visiting the stores and then going home or on their phone and ordering, then they have both things. But I'm gonna be honest, most people don't stick around in these kinds of value plays. Like it's hard to be in Chico's over the last five years. Um, You know, even if you know that your analysis of that company is right and that the company's fundamentals are solid. It, it's still hard. Um, this would be true of, you know, say the GameStop investors before the Reddit and Wall Street Bets crowd got involved in GameStop. It still uh, was making money. Um, you know, some of the investors believed that the shares were cheap enough, kind of like Michael Burry at the time, that the company could turn it around, that they were going to do more on the digital side. Um, but even with some of them couldn't last even two years in the stock before they finally sold out of that before Wall Street bets pushed it up. So I I will be honest again and say I've sold some retailers whose stock just kept declining. One of those was G3 Apparel, which I still like a lot. And I used to own it in the value investor portfolio at Zaxx. And it's just started getting hammered with this whole you know, anti-apparel type of feeling out there on Wall Street. And then the pandemic hit and really crushed it down, understandably so, given it was in one of the most vulnerable areas during the pandemic. Um, and so I ultimately did not hold on and have sold out of it and have not gone back in. Because remember, investors do have choices. During the five years that Chico's shareholders were believing in that story of Chico's, they could have bought Amazon, something as simple as, you know, the world's largest retailer, Amazon, A-M-Z-N, of course, is the ticker. And there's nothing secret about the Amazon trade, right? This would have been 2016, would be five years ago. And everybody knew Amazon then. People were all ordering off of it then they had prime then so there's not much in their business model that was you know unknown five years ago so if you really wanted that retailer you could have just bought amazon and walked away and during those five years amazon shares are up 343 percent so that is your alternative as a value investor you maybe would have thought Amazon was too expensive it wasn't a deal oh look at these Chico shares they keep falling and they're oversold which they were for years but the street didn't care a couple other mall retailers that have kind of suffered some similar fates as Chico's is Express ticker EXPR that those shares are still down 36% over the last five years and not recovering much. So that hasn't been that, uh, that's been an even worse trade than than Chico's. Gap ticker GPS, that's rallied in the last year. So now it doesn't look so bad over the five year time period. The shares are up 75% over the five years, but still underperforming the S&P 500, which is up 100%. And then I took a look at Land's End. That's another one that I've watched for a number of years, ticker LE, that those shares are now up 93% on the recent surge in the shares in late 2020 into 2021. And so that's almost similar to the five-year returns of the S&P 500, but the shares have been all over the place. So it hasn't been a smooth ride if you were able to hang on for this kind of big swings up and down in Land's End Then right now you're looking okay compared to the S and P 500. Similar charts like this are available in other industries that are also out of favor with the street, including, of course, the one that everybody hates is energy. Have you stayed in the energy stocks all all these years? The last five years, very few have, Um, and even you know. even it doesn't matter if you're in the big the big oils or if you're in the big EMPs or the small EMPs, none of that really matters. Most of them are, um, you know, just really underperforming. So I took a look at Pioneer Natural Resources because I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. It is one of the big EMPs. It's got one of the best balance sheets in the business. Ticker PXD is that is that ticker? And over the last five years up 3.7% again the S&P 500 is up a hundred percent so you have to really really be dedicated to that name right but I also took a look at the large banks because those have been out of favor off and on over the last five years too and a lot of people kind of lump them in with the energy stocks but you really shouldn't because I looked at JP Morgan just to look at one of them. And those shares are up 154% over the last five years. So you're getting some outperformance compared to the S&P 500 now with the big banks, if you were willing to hold on and ride the ups and downs, of which there's been quite a bit since 2016 with the banks. So is patience as an, in an investor, is that a good virtue or a bad one? Because in some cases, it can cause you to stay in what I call quote unquote bad investments just because. You are telling yourself I'm being patient. And uh, you know the fundamentals may be strong. You may be stubborn and believe that the market will one day get it right. And maybe that day has arrived in some of these sectors. One of the, the best performing sector I believe of 2021 so far this year is energy. After all those years of of underperformance. So Pioneer is up 45% year to date. Um, Compare that to JP Morgan, which is up 30%, also outperformance. So, and then the retailers, again, I said Chicos was up 233% year to date. That's massive outperformance. So 2021 is the year of the hated, hated stocks, the hated industries outperforming, right? But the years of underperformance are what really hurts especially the long term investor who um, you know is wasting basically valuable time trying to get those stocks to you know come back essentially so don't get stubborn yes the buy and hold uh, can work and it means you have to do it over many years and during many years there will be underperformance of all stocks. Uh, we're going to get an underperformance in technology and the growth names coming up. That has always happened. We saw it happen after the dot com bubble and then bust when, uh, you know, Microsoft took 13 years to get back to its bubble highs. Um, Amazon also similarly, I think it was nine or 10 years in there where the stock really went nowhere. So we're going to get um, underperformance for periods of time, no matter what area or what stock you're in. But there's underperformance, and then there's um, you know simply just horrible performance. <laughs> Let's call it that. Um, and sometimes dollar cost averaging can help you during these periods of the underperformance. But sometimes you're just throwing you know more good money into the bad by dollar cost averaging, and and. To be honest, again, using my own experiences, I have thrown some good money at the bad stocks as well over the years. You learn and kind of see what happens when you do this, um, but then you learn and you move on. But I think all value investors have to know while patience is a great virtue to have and you must have it to be a good value investor because a lot is going to happen, which will test your patience with particular companies. But that being said, don't let, you know, patience become stubbornness and thinking, oh, you know, Chico's is down from ten dollars to two dollars. Yes, the fundamentals are good, but eventually the street will will figure it out. And so far. They, they kind of have. They, they're starting to here in 2021, right? But it's taken all those years when other investments could have been compounding for you and you could have been using that valuable time uh, to grow your portfolio in other ways. So you kind of got to know when to cut them loose um, or also when to kind of stay in there. There's no uh, magic potion or secret to knowing which is which, but I do know some of the Chicos investors did hang around in it the last couple of years. I don't know how many were in it for five years on the StockTwits board, but I do know some of the uh, people who are posting over there have been in it, you know, at least a year if not more and some of them have been dollar cost averaging as it's come down and now their patience has been rewarded in this short period of time um so so take a look at the hated industries um but market timing is your friend to some extent in those hated industries because it all matters when you get it right. If you bought the energy the end of last year, you're looking okay. If you bought it five years ago, not so good. So keep that in mind when you're looking at these types of plays, because this is among the hardest of the value investing to do is the out of favor industries and the ones that have been beaten down, even though some of the fundamentals may still be good for many of these companies. Uh, The streets can take a lot longer to figure it out than maybe you want to endure. So keep that in mind. But let me recap the tickers again of the stocks I talked about. So Chico's um, is turning it around. It looks like the shares and the street is getting more bullish here. They're going to report on June 8th. So we'll find out then. So if you're listening to this podcast after June 8th, they've already reported and you can go check it out. But Chico's ticker CHS. Then of course Amazon, I own that in my own personal portfolio, so I guess I don't feel so bad that I was had a bust in G3 Apparel um, because I did counter it with some Amazon. But G3 Apparel is ticker GIII. Amazon of course is AMZN. Express it's still lagging, um, big in the malls, so the street still doesn't like it. Expr The gap has rebounded here. The street is back in favor on the gap, ticker GPS. Land's End, just with a nice earnings report. And they um, are seeing strong demand, again, apparel, strong demand here in 2021. Land's End, LE, and Energy Side, Pioneer Natural Resources, PXD, Banking Side, I just chose one of the big banks, JPMorgan Chase, JPM is the ticker there. But as always be sure to get us somewhere on this podcast because we'd be talking about value investing every week and the things going on because value isn't as out of favor right now as it used to be despite a few of these industries that um, you know everybody hates but value stocks have been hot here in 2021. And so we're going to be covering all the intricate details throughout the year. You can get us on Apple Podcasts, you can get us on Amazon Music, you can get us on Spotify, you can get us with the Market Edge Podcast on SoundCloud, but be sure to get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks.